No, nah, it's good. Hi, Tink here. Hello, it's Ben here. And, and uh, we did a bit of a mess up. Uh, ben was going on holidays for a couple of weeks because he went and got married like a champ. Which you will hear about next week. Yes. But for this week, we're going to play an episode that we... Recorded uh, before you went away, but then I forgot to put it up because I was like, oh, Ben's away. There's no episode this week mm. because I'm an idiot. That is correct. <laughs> so uh, sorry about this. This is recorded at the end of last year in 2014, yep. but it'll go up today. Obviously, you know it went up today because you're listening to it now. Yeah. This is, this is getting more complicated than it needs to. Um, <laughs> but we'll see you next week with a fantastic guest, Lee Namo. Mm. We're not even guessing it's going to be good because we just recorded it and, and it, it was, was fantastic. So much fun. But uh, listen to this right now. It's another great episode involving uh, the very funny Mr. Simon Griner. Thanks for listening. Bye! All right, so I'm going to start recording. How does everyone feel? You good? Good. You good? Good. Is there anything I need to know? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Free to a Good Home podcast. My name is Michael Hing, and it is a great pleasure to have you here with us. Uh, this is a podcast where we go through classifieds and find the best stuff to talk about. Bucks Night! Joining me this week is... Bucks Night. Co-host of the show. Yes, Bucks Night, yeah, And he's insisting <laughs> on this being his Bucks Night, because the next time we record this, Ben, you will be married. It's Ben Jenkins. Yep! Bucks night. We are veritably on the <laughs> eve of your nuptials. Mm-hmm. How does it feel? This is how you've chosen to celebrate your last night as a single man. Yep. Then I get married to the old, beautiful, lovely ball and chain. <laughs> it's a ball and chain I drew a face on. <laughs> it's uh, Wilson from yeah. that movie with it, Tom Hanks in it's it. It's Wilson from Big. <laughs> uh, I'm really well. Like Did you, you say, in your mind then, scroll yeah. through Tom Hanks movies and then try to find the least tragic one to talk about as yeah. that gag? And you know what? Because I went Philadelphia, Forrest yeah, Gump, yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Was he in that? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, he definitely was. Yeah, if I then... had my time again, like if, if I got to come back and do this again, I probably would have gone the Polar Express. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Bucks night. Um, you're going to be married soon, which is I'm very married exciting. In a week's time. Which means, which means, I think, I don't know if you've been to a Bucks party before, but traditionally mm. in a Bucks party, it's your sort of mm. last night is freedom, yeah. even though you've been with the same person yeah. for many, many years. Many years, yes. Uh, last night of freedom. So basically, you were obliged to ring every Craigslist ad that we. That That's true. Tonight, That's and true. then engage with them in a uh, some sort of sexual and be like, congress. I need the two tons of broken glass because <laughs> bucks night. <laughs> you only live once. Um, I'm excited about. I guess you know why. Why? Because he's been overseas for so long. And we wanted to have him on, and we were going to do it through Skype. But but then we are not technically advanced nope, enough to be able nope, to pull nope, that nope, off. Nope, nope, nope. But he's in the country. He's back. Uh, mm, you would know him. Uh, as a famed graphic artist, he's an illustrator, he's uh, a designer, a sketch performer who has a sketch performer and improviser who has performed on stage with both you and I, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. in shows that we have both produced. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, a very funny gentleman, and we are thrilled to have him here. It's Mr. Simon Griner. Hello. Hello. I'm also the stripper. Yes, <laughs> that explains a lot. That's why I'm not wearing pants mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. why I'm slowly unbuttoning my <laughs> shirt. Uh, now, listeners will think that Simon's making a funny goof there, but when he came in, <laughs> the first thing he said to us was like, is it all right if I unbutton my pants because I just washed them and they are tight? Because that's what happens when you put your jeans in the wash. That's true. I they did, I did um, zip them back up for propriety's sake. That's very good of you. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Now... The reason we brought in our guest before Snack Report, I know if you're listening, 
going, well, how has the whole world gone bloody mad? <laughs> There's an order to these things. Uh, that's because our snacks came from our listener. I mean, our... our uh, <laughs> I am your listener. Bucks night. <laughs> um, that's how snacks came from our guest. And he also listens to the podcast, so he knew that there would be snacks. Yeah, so that basically what you're saying there is he wasn't doing it to be nice. He was doing it because he knew he had to. Well, you know, I usually provide the snacks. And it's just, as well, it's just as well that Simon did step up because I was going to... Um, Provide snacks that Eliza Riley brought for us last week. Um, some Calippos. When you say so, when you say provide snacks, what you meant was <laughs> yeah, you yep, were gonna yep, yep. yeah get the snacks that we yep. didn't eat last week. Exactly, uh, providing okay. Um, but you know what? Our freezer couldn't handle a Calippo or two, and they're all melted and gross. So they're just tubes of liquid now. Which is pointy tubes of li- pointy liquid tubes. And that's just as well because last time we did the podcast with Calippos, I don't think I've ever received more complaints about us sounding disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> It's really weird. Do you know what? It's kind of good to do that just to sort of to see if anybody's listening. (laughs) (laughs) Just some um, oral sex noises. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Oh, boy. So you might be able to hear in the background too um, some delightful tinkling of uh, the ivories. I insist that I strip to that music. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's that's coming through. coming through my boombox. If it's coming through (laughs) or not, uh, we are recording this on a Thursday this week. Usually record on a Sunday. Mm. uh, And we're doing that because we are busy this weekend doing other things. But that means that uh, the space we usually record in, which yeah. is an office, which we're getting kicked out of next month, mm-hmm. uh, is being co-inhabited by an opera group. Have we mentioned this on the podcast before? We have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And they are rehearsing in the room next door. So mm-hmm. right now it's just piano. It could be singing later on, Simon <laughs> Just thought we'd class up the joint. Yep, yep. Um, but welcome. Now, um, what we do, as you know, Simon, is whenever somebody comes on the show, um, we ask them... If they've ever uh, bought or sold anything online or had any dealings with retail uh, on the old in- internet? Uh, well, I-, I once bought a, um, an old-timey poster of a, a chimpanzee. <laughs> um, but then when How I- old-timey? It was like, Darwin, the man who is a chimpanzee. So it's basically a chimpanzee <laughs> in like a, a, a frock coat that um, some Victorians had tried about. <laughs> <laughs> it was like an engraving from like Barnum and Bailey's Edwardian yeah. Circus House. So this is like a hundred year old kind of, when a monkey was a, was a spectacle and not just a thing. When a monkey was not just a monkey. It was yeah. a hairy little man to be delighted <laughs> Yeah, Do you by. think... Do you think the, the point of that sort of thing? Because it really was just like, I've, I've seen these sort of curiosities before where it's just like the, the dog that has a hat, like, and that's the sort of thing. Do you think, do you think the, the, the pitch there is the dog, they found the dog with the hat? <laughs> yeah. It's, like, do you I think mean, anybody's not like, you just put that hat on the dog? No, because the dog with a hat is an important figure in Greek mythology <laughs> that everybody knows about. Yeah. I think Heracles had a couple yep, of them. Yep, he did. Mm, um, one of the ter- 12 trials. And how did he get taking the hat off the dog? Because <laughs> <laughs> the dog loves the hat so much. He does. He loves it. So I know we've already done a little bit of wedding chat up top. Mm-hmm. but um, so Bucks night. Bucks night. Bucks night. So um, one of the things is where we're getting married, I think I've mentioned this before in the podcast, there's a pig where we're getting married um, called Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. And we want to put a little hat on that pig. Mm-hmm. Well, can I say yeah. that as the person who first put a bow tie on that pig... <gasps> because Simon, Simon Grunner got married in the place that me and Anya were getting married. You got... So you... you we, wait. We insisted that the pig wear a bow tie. And so that was the first time... We were the, I think we were the first wedding that had bo- ever booked there. Uh-huh. Uh, and we asked if we could put a bow tie on the pig. And uh, I think that bow tie has never come off that pig. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, I imagine when you guys got married, Kevin Bacon, the, the pig would have been very, very small... He's reasonably small, yeah. Now it is like, because I was there the other day for like a, a tasting, it's the kind of pig that eats people in Snatch. <laughs> 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 you want to get rid of, yeah. rid of a body at your wedding, do yeah, you, Jenkins? Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so we've got to work out some some hat logistics for that pig because I don't want to make the pig uncomfortable. No. No one wants to make the pig uncomfortable. Can I just give you a little warning as well? Mm-hmm. Um, I was posed next to the pig with my bride on the <laughs> day and they're like, pet the pig. So I put my hand like over the fence and it nibbled my finger a bit and its teeth were very sharp. So if it's as big as you say now... Um, <laughs> Do not want, pet the pig. You want fingers to put rings on, is all I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so did you get your monkey poster? Well, no, because I went overseas when it was supposed to be delivered and my dead shit, um, <laughs> my dead shit housemates, when like a postage thing arrived, and was like, come and pick it up from the post office. Never did, so I got sent back to wherever it came from. How, oh. long, how long do they give you? Like three, or, three weeks, three or four weeks. That's not a lot of time. No, it's not a lot of time. No, that's plenty of time. Just go to the post office. Well, well you can't. You don't have a single free hour during business not, day to, to go to a post office not, in not for three mon- weeks. Not for a monkey poster that's not even mine. Yeah, well, uh, my digit housemates, <laughs> one of whom was my sister, <laughs> one of whom was friend of the show, uh, Alex Lee. That's right. Oh, um, yes. Well, like, not my problem. <laughs> I have started getting uh, internet parcels because I because I often <laughs> will deliver them to my house, but I'm never home because uh-huh. of the busy lifestyle I lead. 2014, I'm a, I'm a businessman. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've started getting them delivered. You don't work during the day, and you so don't busy. look like a businessman. <laughs> busy, you guys. Uh, often, what it is is I'll be playing computer games, yeah. and I don't hear the doorbell, but still very busy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've started getting them delivered to my mum's work because I mm. know her secretary will take them. That's yeah. This what you got to do. I, I live in an apartment building, and like the what happens is the guy rings the bell or like just knocks on the door, like four stories below, and he's like, <laughs> and then runs and then away. runs away as fast as he can. <laughs> Well, what it means is I get them delivered to my mum. And because I don't want things to be weird for my mum, I just get them addressed to her. So I just pretend that she's buying, you know, Warhammer figurines. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, eBay, <laughs> eBay <laughs> PlayStations. We, we were told we weren't allowed to do that anymore at the ABC um, because, like, everyone at the ABC... Simon used to work at the ABC. You're aware of this phenomenon that everybody gets personal shit delivered to the mailroom. I didn't know that. And, like, it's just really obvious. Like, the mailroom's like, hey, guess what? Like, no show needs this much ASOS. Tell, tell, tell you that much. <laughs> oh, man. Shall we crack into the classified, shall we? Yeah. Let's, Let's get started. Uh, ben, do you want to kick us off? I have a tantalizing offer for you. Oh, yeah. A tantalizing <laughs> offer. Oh, boy. Um, this is from Gumtree. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from the Wanneroo area in Clarkson. Again, probably that's not how it's pronounced, but go on. No, beautiful Wanneroo. Yeah, beautiful Wanneroo. It's probably Wanneroo. No, Wanneroo. It's it's home of the big nectarine. <laughs> Making that it's up. twice as big as a regular nectarine. <laughs> Fertilizer GM nectarine. Yeah. Um, Wanneroo. Um, and, uh, Wanneroo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sunglasses. There are 16 pairs... Of Lipton Ice Sunnies, all brand new, <laughs> 50 bucks for, for the lot. Quick hing maths. Quick math, that's about $2.50. That is... $3 for a pair of sunglasses. That there. is $1.50 an eyeball. Yeah, $3 for a pair of sunglasses. And they are Lipton Ice branded, so... Yep. Now, do you think that, that Lipton Ice branding is increasing or decreasing the value of those sunglasses? <sighs> Difficult to tell. Now, Depends is, on the market. Is this, market. is this Lipton Ice Tea or is this Lipton Ice? Some. Um... <laughs> this is just frozen iced tea that they've started making. <laughs> that's <laughs> a very good point. It doesn't say Lipton Ice Tea, it just says Lipton Ice. But I don't know a product called Lipton Ice, so we can presume. Well, I just wondered. Is, I mean, ice was a big problem. Uh, the drug when I left Australia. Is it? <laughs> that's true. Gone mainstream with the success of Breaking Bad. That's what we did. Oh, that's oh. what we did. So these are Lipton Meth. Lipton, Lipton branded yeah. Meth sunglasses. So much sugar in that meth, though. Now, how would someone <laughs> come 
into possession of 50... I can tell you exactly how someone would do that because mm. I have previously been in possession of roughly 50 pairs of Lipton sunglasses. <laughs> um, back, no, I'm not kidding. Back when we were at university, we were putting on um, like comedy... They're called reviews in Australia. They're just comedy sketch shows. Um, and you need sponsorship because such a stupid thing costs like a weird amount of money. Mm. And Lipton came up and sponsored us and we had a party... Uh, a sponsored party and everybody got a free pair of Lipton branded sunglasses when they came through the door. And I and the director of the show got extremely drunk and stole about a box of them. Okay. And then what did you do with those? You waited, what, six years and then put them on Gumtree? Is that what happened? I don't know. <laughs> they drove to Wanneroo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, let's be clear. These are... Terrible sunglasses that would offer probably no UV protection. They might be the kind of glasses that do worse. Like I think, I <laughs> or think magnify sunlight yeah, in your eyeballs. I think that's what. Um, like that's why they're always so like thingy on 3D glasses. But like these are not sunglasses because I think they make things like much much worse. Oh, so when when I look at the sun with my sunglasses on, I'm fine. When I look at the sunglasses with my 3D, it makes the sun real pop out, real pop, and yeah. then it pops right into your eyes. Yeah, yeah. and then oh. Um, no, but yeah, I imagine these are these are terrible. Do you guys have any idea of what you would do if you had sixteen pairs of sunglasses? Mm-hmm. What is the best or worst prank you could or thing you could do with those? Right, I get fifteen of my closest cool friends, uh-huh. and we'd all wear them, and we'd <laughs> and have a and we'd all lose our virginities this summer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, like sorry, it's taken us. I can't believe it's taken us this long to say this. These are um, aviator glasses. Yeah. Like your bog standard um, sex pest aviator glasses. Oh. Which is kind of dumb because there's not a lot of... I mean, it's a wireframe, so where are they putting the branding? Yeah, exactly. That's what kind of makes these almost um, like attractive. Oh, because they it don't does... have Lipton Eyes branded all over them. Like maybe, they... they're on, maybe there's a sticker. Usually, often these promotional sunglasses, they'll put a sticker on the uh, <laughs> actual lens and it will obscure your vision. That's true. Yeah. I just noticed the picture, and we can put this up on the Facebook. The picture that accompanies this is just a picture of one set of glasses and then above that is a piece of paper that just says 16 pairs. <laughs> I'm not calling bullshit, but like... Oh, wait, I think I can see in the reflection of the sunglasses some other sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, guys, it's fine. It's not difficult to fit 16 pairs of sunglasses into one photo. Like, Actually, is there anything you can see reflected in that that is um, going to solve a mystery or rewrite history? Oh, my <laughs> God, it's Adnan Syed! <laughs> 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 Hey, can we investigate a murder? Uh, no, that's not what this podcast is about. I'm we all just, for it. Let's investigate a murder. <laughs> what we do is we throw out the warnings that all of these are definitely related to murders, and then we don't have to engage in them because that would require legal nous. We're like we precogs. We're like we're exactly like precogs <laughs> in the movie Minority Report. Yes. Hey, if anybody wants to sponsor this damn podcast, we'll make sure that people pronounce your damn name correctly. Male Kemp, I'm looking at you. <laughs> no, it's pronounced Michael Hing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, any takers like. I'm, I'm really, I'm just, it took me so long and now the moment's gone, but I'm going to say it anyway, to work out how many, how many spiders this would work for. And it's two, I think, isn't it? What? So you have 16 pairs of sunglasses. Yeah. Wait, are you getting paid in spiders? No, I mean like because spiders have many eyes. No, it'd be, right. no, it'd be four because each glass, each, each pair of glasses can cover two eyes. Two spider eyes though? Well, I mean, obviously each, probably each. How big are these spiders, Ben? I don't know. Now I'm just picturing <laughs> me wearing sunglasses, lifting them up, and there just being hundreds of spiders <laughs> in my eye socket. Ah! Like... Hey, have I told Does you it... about my, my the best idea ever for a horror film? Mm-hmm. Which is, okay, it's zombies. Spider Boy. Yes. 
What? It's zombies, right? It's a zombie film. Mm. But what it is is, mm. it's that I'm a zombie mm. and I'm not really a zombie because what it is is I'm filled with spider eggs and the spiders just... They, 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 all my blood and all my organs have been replaced with spider eggs. And they find a way to coordinate to move you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, like a, like a horrible like, a like bug puppet. Yeah. Bug, like in uh, Men in Black. That's a lot of teamwork. Okay, yeah, yeah. That I don't but think spiders are capable of. I bite you and I put spider eggs in you and then they go around your body and then your organs all get... Filled with spider eggs, and then everyone. There's spider eggs on. Who's attached? What do you mean? Who's attached? Oh, a spider. G- give me, a, give me your elevator pitch. Uh, Who's attached? Peter Parker, <laughs> Benicio what? del Toro. He's also Benicio on there. del Toro. Yep. Um, it's going to be directed by the Coen Brothers, so it's going to have a comedic element. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> It'll be uh-huh. dark at its heart. Uh huh. Um, Who are you recommending for this pitch? I'm sold. Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> sold. Have we talked in the podcast before about Joel Silver and his giant mechanical spider? Oh, the is that the yes. <laughs> I, talk- I, I know about it. I don't know if you've mentioned what it. Is, I don't know what this so, is. One of the producers, uh, big Hollywood producer, I think it's Joel Silver, isn't it? Anyway, he, he produces a bunch of stuff. He, Parts of the Caribbean, did he make that? Nope. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> he Because you can buy technologies, but you can buy special effects and own the rights to those special effects, right? I see, yep. And yep. So, In the way that you might buy the dinosaur from Jurassic Park. Uh, no, you're okay. thinking of what Planet Hollywood does. I mean, like, you can, you can like... Copyright special effects, and then if another company wants to own that property, they have to pay you. Oh, like a car that's sort of halfway sticking out of your building on top of your a- restaurant. Again, again, that is that is not that's Hard Rock Cafe. Oh, <laughs> so we're talking about like like the script from a movie. You could purchase that. No, and you put it in a frame in your lobby. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're on the same page. Okay, please continue, Ben. But so for Superman two, I want to say, mm-hmm. um, Joel Silver bought the right to the to the giant mechanical spider possible. Is this like a ride you would go on at a theme park? No, like a, sort of a, a, like the wireframe within three D three D animation program. <laughs> I hate you all. No, I'm, I'm genuinely I'm asking. Yeah, like, was it like, no, Simon's one was serious. Three oh. D animation was so new that like somebody's been like, I've worked up a giant spider. Let's see, um, put this on the market, see who grabs it. Oh yeah, because you don't even need to render it at all because it's like it's like it's the pre, um, it's like pre-made. yeah, like Tron was just like basically the bare minimum of what you could do, right? <laughs> and then, Anyway, the point is, he bought this technology and didn't use it in Superman 2. Um, and then so he spent the rest of like his career, whenever he produced a movie, being like, guys, I love the script. Do you <laughs> no. know what this needs? <laughs> it, it needs yeah. a giant mechanical spider. And it, it, that's why there is a giant mechanical spider inexplicably in Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah, it's like Kevin Smith was writing a, a version of the Superman yeah. thing. And... He's, the notes always came back, yeah, pretty good. Have you ever considered putting in a giant spider? <laughs> and that was, and he was just like, I don't know why. And then that came out and he's like, I know why. Yeah. Mm. Um, I had no idea about that. That is such a niche Ben Jenkins fact because it involves like, like it's not just film trivia. It's specifically film trivia about Will Smith and specifically the Will Smith film, Wild Wild West, which mm. I know that you know all the lyrics to all the songs in that film. Well, there's only one song. Is there? I've never seen it. I assume it's a musical. <laughs> it's not a musical. <laughs> You're thinking of Oklahoma with the giant mechanical spider. Man, Kenneth Branagh was in in Wild Wild West. Was he? He piloted the giant mechanical spider. <laughs> he was a steampunk scientist. He was. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, I've got this one here I want to share with you guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is taken from Gumtree. It was listed today, the 11th of, uh, of December, which is when we're recording. And it's entitled Mini Incubator plus five dozen... Shit. Japanese quail eggs. That's 60 eggs. I'm selling my mini incubator, used only once. Mm-hmm. Comes with an instruction book and five dozen Japanese quail eggs. Now, I 
have some questions about this. You can see a photo here of the well, you can't, question. but we can. I'll put it up on the Facebook, and then you can mm -hmm. also see a photo of, I guess, what's meant to be a dozen little quail eggs here. That's not a dozen eggs. No, it's okay. a very small photograph. Yeah, I know. It's, look, <laughs> the printer's not done it to scale. But I question: Has this person just sort of made? Have they incubated one egg? They've used it once. And then they've gone, I've created a monster. I've created a gigantic quail, quail that monster. won't stop shitting out eggs. <laughs> yeah, it's a quail killer. <laughs> <laughs> and and now they're they're trying to sell it. Like like why would you only use this once? That's what I want to know. What is this what is this first quail? Yeah, I that think you've you just made? wanted one quail and then <sighs> you're done. But you didn't think it would work, so you bought 60 eggs. Well, the question is, he's got his quail, but there's 16 eggs left over. Surely... No, not 16, 60. Oh, 16, sorry. Surely they've gone bad? Like, you can't incubate that into another quail. Like, how long oh. do they keep for? Don't they have to sit under a quail to, like... Well, he's got the incubator, so maybe he's been keeping them in there. <laughs> so when you come over, you're going to come with a car battery. Yeah. You quickly <laughs> unplug it from the wall, plug it into the car battery, and then you, like, carry and it. And then you have 60 fucking birds. Yeah, what are you going to do with this this monstrous flock of birds? <laughs> um, bird army. Yeah, train them to do your bidding. Oh, like that um, Hitchcock film, The Quails. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, can you, how, what kind of apparati do you need? Like he's, I feel like this is like the first step of quite a big problem. Mm. Like you've got the, you've got the, you've got the means and the technology to create 60 bird lives and then nothing after that. Like well, he's not offering you like, oh, also here's some cages and some quail hats for them. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you're actually creating bird life though, Ben, because I don't know if you know, but I believe that bird life begins at bird conception. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that one of the tattoos I have I was going to get... It was bird life? It was bird, bird, <laughs> bird life over my knuckles. <laughs> um, was a, a little quail in a trilby. Why? I don't know. What is it? I, I initially just thought of it as a thing to say, and then my dad hated it so much that I almost got it. So you're getting a spiteful tattoo? Yeah, I'm not getting it anymore. Okay. What? Um, I also as a professional illustrator, I have to say that that is a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> what is a have trilby? Have you drawn many um, tattoos for people? No, I would like to. I would never have a tattoo myself, but I love tattoos, and I would be very honoured uh, if anybody wants me to draw them a tattoo. Why um, would why, why would you never have a tattoo yourself? Because I would get bored of it. Oh. I think, and also my body not hot. Hey, you don't need to be hot to have a tattoo. No. First, of, no, not that you're not hot. First of all, number one, you're a great piece of meat. Number two, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. don't know how I feel now. Um, number two, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get any. I wouldn't get an Argo stripper for my bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks, guys. You're making me feel so much better about myself. <laughs> I don't think you need to be. Uh, you don't have to be a ripped bod kind of dude to have a tattoo. You I know, know what? I'm going to get a tattoo that says self-esteem to remind me of this moment right now. <laughs> and how about how good you've across made me across your feel. knuckles? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> I have lots of fingers on one of my hands. <laughs> Do you know that people could have had tattoos of your work without you knowing, though? I mean, you had a New Yorker cover. They could, somebody could have been like, that on my face now. That would be a very funny thing to see. <laughs> Someone is getting Eustace Tilly yeah. <laughs> branded on their face. On their face. It's like a prison thing. <laughs> it means you've killed a hipster. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't... Just back to the question at hand. Um, would looking after... Because if I recall correctly, the house that you used to live in had birds... It had a bird cage. <laughs> okay. But I'll tell you who had quails was Alex Lee, friend okay. of the show and former housemate of mine. Sure. What do you mean she had quails? Her, uh, she had little quails, like in her family. Did she have, did she have, as a kid. did she have 60 of them? I think so, yeah. Can I wow. ask, 
That's terrifying. Uh, can I ask, is a quail egg an edible egg? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's so delicious. Would it's so you... Good. I mean, not for old vegan... Would you guys... Right. Would you I was guys, trying to think of a name that started with V. Vernon. Old vegan Vernon over here. <laughs> Polar Express. Would you guys... <laughs> would you guys... I mean, is it worth more or less than $50, which is how much this costs? Um, You're paying less than a dollar an egg. Yep. And I also, mean, obviously, there's a timer on these. You've got to eat them pretty quick. Lest they turn into quails. Mm. Then you can eat the quails. Hey, if you had to eat an ortolan, would you do it? What is an ortolan? It's like the most cruel... It's, it's a delicious songbird yeah. that the French have outlawed eating because of its cruelness. Like the French have outlawed eating this. What do you mean they've outlawed eating? Why is it, cruel to, why is it any oh, more cruel to eat this? Sorry, here's how you eat it. You, um, you like, drown it in brandy and eat it while it's still alive. Uh, holding it by the beak. What? Yeah. And then you, what? you do this with a... I think it's a dead. Blindfold? I think it's dead. You do it with a blindfold. So no, you... and, and you cover your head with a napkin... This is all bullshit. This no, is no, all no, bullshit. no, 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 no. And you were all... Completely, bu- completely true. You cover your head with a napkin to hide your... Because you're meant to sort of genuflect while you're doing it to be like, I know, I know, it's awful. I know, sorry, God. Um, but you just eat the whole bird with like bones and organs and all that. Like, it's... Yeah. Is it... And it's presumably delicious. Oh, it's awful. And, 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 <laughs> and it's supposed to be delicious. It's just fuck birds, right? <laughs> but apparently, um, I think Jacques Chirac, for his final presidential dinner... Um, he pardoned uh, one of these? No, no, no. <laughs> they, I think they're like, well, final dinner as president. What would you like, monsieur? And he said, yeah, I'm going to have one of those. Yeah. And he did it. Yeah. My and then there was another goodness. French president, right? Mm. Can't remember his name. You're only ever meant to do it once in your life, too. You, you can't just be like, oh, Wednesday night is Audelard night. <laughs> um, so, like, there was one French president who had one when he was, like, a younger man. And then when he stopped being president, he's like, give me one of them. And then he died a week later. Oh, so it's like the girl from The Ring. Yeah, in bird form. <laughs> I, I don't believe this is a thing. So you get it. What, wait, is this the only way to eat this bird? Or can you eat it in a more humane way? Oh, you can. Yeah. Can you roast it like in yeah, a. Yeah, put it in a sandwich. Put it in a pie. Yeah. But but the traditional way to eat it is to drown it in you brandy. You drown it in brandy. and But I think you cook it. You might cook it while it's still alive. Yeah. But you don't eat it while I it's guess still alive. You, yeah. you drown it while it's alive, I think, so that it's um, tiny air sacs and of its lungs filled with oh brandy. Oh my goodness. This yeah. is horrific. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like literally a food that's against the law. Wow, but just in France. But that's the only. No, I think it's like everywhere else it goes without saying. I think in France they like needed that on the books. Uh, It's like that that, uh, you can't post children through the mail rule, and you're like, how many people were doing that? Yeah, need to make a law. It's like the only place they were doing this was in yeah was in France. (laughs) They need to make a law. Wow. Good to speak. All right, let's move on. Simon, do you have one you want to do? I do. This is from um, the city of Chicago. Uh, I believe it's a Craigslist, and it's in the misconnection section. Hello. Um, The title. To the woman who farted beside me at Jewel, <laughs> man for woman. Hey, what's Jewel? You've spent a lot of time in America. Isn't I don't know. It? I mean, there's Jewel in Australia, or used to be like a supermarket chain. Um, it could be a, just a shop, right? Could be, yeah. Could be just could a jewelry shop. Could be a songwriter. Could be a Jewel's Jewel's birthday party. <laughs> oh no, because it says there's a cash register there. Well, it still could be Jewel's house. Um, Merch desk. Yep. Yeah. We were in line at the cash <laughs> register, and I think you tried to sneak one out. <laughs> <laughs> You looked at me to read my face and see if I noticed. I'm pretty sure you shit yourself, but you should email me anyway. Uh, uh, Good. Yeah, I mean, say what you will about Chicago. It might be a frozen wasteland. City of love. It might, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's the windy city. Hey, oh! Uh, now, do you guys think that this person is attracted to the scatological, or do you think this person saw something 
and 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 it's kind of like a a, a kind of like I love you despite this flaw. Yeah, do you think it's like I we've crossed this hurdle so so quickly in our relationship that things because mm. I don't know like you know like I've been the, I think one of the big steps in relationship is like pooping with the door open or what the, the what now <laughs> I, why would you need to close why would you need to open the because you're having a chat or whatever <laughs> what and you can't wait. Three to eight minutes. Eighty percent of the time, I am pooping. <laughs> <laughs> um, I knew a couple who I think might still be together. They would um, one one of them was doing a poo on the toilet. Another one would come in with a little stool and they play cards together. What? I mean that that is the ultimate comfort. That is the ultimate it's comfort the, level between the two of you. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Um, so and what I mean is when that happens, it's quite well not that specific thing because that's bonkers. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, that's bonkers. Right, okay. <laughs> when it happens, it's like, hey, we crossed that thing, and now we're closer. Maybe that's the thing. It's is like, is that the new date of your anniversary now? <laughs> like you'll celebrate <laughs> that rather than your wedding date? The first time I ever pooped with the door open. Yeah, I mean, I don't do it all the time. And maybe Anya would prefer I didn't. <laughs> maybe you should ask her. Yeah. Well, um, I think the, the answer to the question is in the, the in the a line that says, "You looked at my, you looked at me to read my face and see if I noticed." So I think the the woman who farted, like, knew that there was something special in the air beyond. Ah, <laughs> oh, and, yes. And, and and like looked across and was like, "Hey, are you picking up what I'm putting out?" <laughs> How do you think he was pretty sure that she shit herself? Well, I think, you know, we kind of go like, what? <laughs> you know, when your face just goes, what? Oh, no. <laughs> Something wrong has happened here. <laughs> so uh, do, do you think that, do you think that she, he, here's a problem with this. Mm. Here, here, here is a disaster scenario that could happen here. She reads this ad. She sees it. She goes, wow, <laughs> that guy was gross. I know I was being gross, but he's not a guy I'm interested in. Yeah. But I, I've, now she's just discovered that it doesn't matter if she farts in public and is gross all the time. Guys will still flock to her. Oh, so she's just gonna like not stop p- farting. Yeah, she's like maybe she'll on. misinterpret this. Be and like, oh, def- this is what I need to do to attract a mate. Soil myself. Yes. <laughs> and now the floodgates are opened, so to speak. So yeah. to speak. And, and the next date she's on. Has <laughs> 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 so this been more puerile than usual? What this particular episode? Yeah. Oh no, we talked about we talked about it high class my birds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm, I don't um, hey, I can't believe I've never asked this question before on this podcast. After we've done, I think it's like four hundred episodes. Do roughly. you fart, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> um, never. Do you um, think anybody has ever connected via a misconnection? Because the, I mean, Eliza kind of touched on this last week, but the odds, like, what needs to happen for a misconnection to connect? The odds are so astronomically low because, like, not only does somebody like the, the person who it's about has to be browsing that section at that time. That it's not archived and like looking but, for that. Like, what? I think there's a thing where, like, if you're not reading it, somebody you know will read it and be like, oh, that sounds like Katie. She's doing a lot of shitting herself these days. I'll just. <laughs> and she loves a, Jill. I'll just flick her a quick text <laughs> and see if that was her. Yeah, because obviously, if I had been. If, if, I'd, if I was this woman and I'd been at Jewel and, and I'd seen a guy, I'd, I'd chat myself and I'd seen the guy and I'd been like. Maybe there was something there. I reckon I, I would have told all my friends about no, it. I was like, Ben, you don't know. <laughs> Yesterday, I was at, you know, Jewel, that famous shop? Mm-hmm. You know, with the cash register. Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And I shat myself. But I, so, no, that's not the story. That like that's not the story. I, that's not the, the story is, I know, stop, stop. I know, I just shat myself. It's fine. But the story was, this guy was next to me. I don't think he gave me the eye. I just realized that. This woman shut herself while her eyes were locked with another human being. <laughs> <laughs> like, without breaking, she just, like, 
I mean, that's really the new kind of benchmark of trust in a relationship. It's not do you poop with the door open. It's do you poop with locked eye contact with your partner. Still while wearing pants. <laughs> while the partner is still a stranger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How did mummy and daddy meet? Well, that's a funny story. <laughs> uh, do you guys want one? Let's go. Let's go. This is a uh, blue boyfriend pillow from the Condell Park region. Um, <laughs> the boyfriend pillow is fun and a great gift to give to a loved one. The now, pillow... Well, hmm. What is this pillow? Uh, it's a boyfriend pillow. I'm getting to it. Oh, okay. The pillow resembles the torso of a man. It is made of a memory foam, which is designed to mold to the contours of your body. Pick up only from Bankstown. Uh, and it doesn't actually say how much it is. But, uh, so this pillow, I mean, I think we've all seen these on the internet and stuff before, right? They, they, I think they started off maybe in Japan, maybe? And, Odds are. Yeah. And the, uh, they're, a, they're a type of, well, like it says, they're, they're like, a, like a boomerang pillow, but it's shaped like a Like a person. Yeah, so, like, like what, you're, what you've got to imagine mm-hmm. is that you took a person and then cut off their head. Uh-huh. And then their legs also. Okay. And then what you have left, <laughs> you cut down the middle. So, you've just got... A quarter of a man. Right. And you've just got an arm, maybe the left or right arm. Yep, and it's got and little felt you. hands. Right. It is. It is basically the saddest invention I right. think that yeah. that that man ever. Now, what makes this particularly sad is that I think this ad spruiks it as the ideal gift. Can you read that bit again? I can. The boyfriend pillow is a fun and great gift to give to a loved one. Now, I would argue that it is neither of those things to give to anyone. So, oh, this is not something you receive, is it? Yeah, let's play this out, shall we? Hey, thank you so much for this Christmas present, Ben. Oh, what is it? I, you know, seems... I, it's just so hard to get p- for you because one of the things, one of the, the only interests I really know is that you're like the loneliest person. It is hard to shop for the lonely. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, bearing that in mind, I'm just going to open this mm. and that's me undoing the paper. Uh-huh. Bit of foley work there. Yeah, and... Oh, what you've bought me is a quarter of a man to hold me so I don't cry <laughs> at night. Yep. That's what I did. Huh. Yep. Have yourself a Merry Christmas. Now, would you, I mean, this is just so fun and friendly. Yep. So fun and appropriate is what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, it, it is kind of insulting that you bought this for me. Also, does somebody who's going to be the re- they're on the receiving end of a boyfriend pillow have that many loved ones? Like, is that... Oh, so you're saying if you don't have someone to hold you at night, you're not, you're not going to have anyone who's going to buy you a boyfriend pillow. That's kind of... Yeah. Oh, I, I, man. <laughs> My question is, is there a girlfriend pillow? And because it's half a torso, it just has like one boob on it. (laughs) (laughs) Would you, like, do you think if you buy a boyfriend or a girlfriend pillow? And I'm I'm like, you know what? Like, this is a genuine question. I don't want to throw shade on anybody listening who has one of these. uh, But like, have you given up? Like, because you don't bring somebody back and be like, oh, don't mind that. Yeah. So you would hide it, wouldn't you? When they came back. You would hide it. You wouldn't leave it out on your bed. <gasps> Can you imagine? Because you'd go out on a date with someone, right? Mm-hmm. And then you wouldn't want to have to rush into the bedroom and get rid of it in case the date went well. So you'd hide your boyfriend pillow. And then when the date didn't go well... I put it to you that the saddest action that a person can do <laughs> <laughs> is retrieving their boyfriend pillow from its hiding spot. They, they go down to the safe. Yeah. 32 to the right, 86 to the left, three to the right again, open it. Yeah. Hi, Gary. <laughs> Simon, you hadn't, it looks like you hadn't heard of the boyfriend pillow before. No, I, I, I hadn't. I mean, I'd seen that there's like there's those Japanese girlfriend pillows that are like a picture of a, an anime girl who people pretend are like their girlfriend. Oh, yeah. I think this is a kind of a similar. Yeah. Pro- it's probably the same company. 
Disney. It's Disney. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't they put a head on it? I guess I, I guess we're treading towards up sex doll territory. Yeah. Yeah, the, or, the more bits you put on it. Also, is, like, is, is this issue like a similar Polar Express issue? You know that not the Uncanny Valley. Yeah. It's Uncanny Valley, where you're yeah. like, look, if it's just a disembodied arm and 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 torso, then you know everyone just be like, oh, it's just a pillow. But the thing, can you put a head on it? It's be like, oh, yeah. that's not a real it's head like at a, all. It's got a creepy arm with a hand. You could just have a pillow that has like a sticky out bit that you can like drape over you. Yeah, no, but I think that they have. I think the Uncanny Valley is absolutely dead on, which is what the problem is here. Like they. They don't want it to be roughly, just roughly humanoid, comfortable shape. But they also don't want it to be like real fingernails. You know what I mean? Like that's... <laughs> scratchy. That's scratchy. Why does it need to have any of the detail on it? Because that's when you're asleep, point, yeah. yeah, when you're asleep, your eyes are closed mostly and the lights are off. So can they spray it with male perfume? Oh, maybe they get those sex pheromones. It's cologne. Yeah. Ah, yes. <laughs> Put the sex pheromones on it. Is cologne like champagne in that it can be called that if it's not from there? I, I don't think it is from... Is it? Is it the same... Because it's spelled differently, isn't it? Is it? No. I don't Guys, know. Guys, this sounds like a job for a dictionary. You're listening to Spelling Chat. <laughs> Please don't email us. Hey, uh, I've, you know, it's so weird. We've never had a guest who's, who's been... Who's done so many relevant things. You've made puppets before. Oh, that's true. Oh, uh, you are. Simon Granite, yeah. famous puppeteer. Um, would, would, <laughs> would knocking up a boyfriend pillow for a love... Like a, like a bespoke boyfriend pillow... For a loved one. Can you imagine if someone said, came to you and said, Hey, Simon, look, I know you, I've been really down since the breakup, <laughs> and I was wondering if you might be able to recreate our mutual friend's arm. Um, oh, would you do that? I'd say, How about I just give you a little hug? And then they wouldn't <laughs> ever let go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to open these M&Ms. Um, Simon, Simon brought M&Ms, and they're American M&Ms that he bought at LAX. Hello. Are they significantly different to Australian M&Ms oh. at all? <gasps> the, the packaging is paper. Woo. What a world we live in. Wow. Well, um, <laughs> you opened this exciting radio. How about I move on and uh, let's try this one, shall we? Mm-hmm. This is a, a Craigslist taken from Melbourne, Personals Casual Encounters, entitled Human Doormat, Man <laughs> for Woman, Preston Area. Uh, Hi, I'm looking for a woman that would like to use me as a doormat. I like to have women just walk on me with and without shoes. I'm not after sex. I just like to feel the weight of a woman standing on me. Mm-hmm. I have a few friends over and use me as a dance floor <laughs> <laughs> or even a footrest. If you want to, if you want me to suck on your toes and worship you, I can do that too. Huh. If you need your shoes cleaned after you've been on, <laughs> I'm happy to do that. How filthy is this guy's body? I don't... <laughs> Please only contact me if you can host. I'm happy to pay you for your time. Thanks, Tim. I don't think um, you could do that. You don't think you could if do If you're what? standing on my back, I'm not going to be able to get to your toes unless I'm like an owl. No, I think it's a, fr- I think it's a top. You top. It's... You, well, you're, walk- you're walking on my top. You're not... No, I mean, top front, side. top, back top. You're walking on my top side. Do you think this guy like... And I hesitate to use the word normal here because that casts aspersions, but... I assume that this guy's friends might not be as into this as he is. So when the, when he's like, hey, guys, go, wouldn't it be great if you danced on me? <laughs> well, he said, Are you, my friend's using me as a dance floor. Um, either he can't have that many friends. Mm. Yeah. No, there's a turn system. Everyone line up. Everyone gets to go on Tim. Oh, it's like, you know, when they do, you do a circle and everybody like has a turn to do a special dance move. 
Yeah, um, he's in the middle and you do the move on Tim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think everyone's like having a fun dance move and then he kind of just like, when it's like, Tim, Tim, yeah. Tim, Tim, and then he just goes into the middle of the floor and lies down. Everyone's like, ah, oh, do we have to do this? Yeah. Like, come on. And come Tim on. alone is going, go Nancy, go Nancy, <laughs> go Nancy. No, Nancy, no, Jeff. Go Jeff. Do come the sprinkler, Jeff. Jeff. Do the sprinkler. On Weird. me, please. Now, um, do it. On me. One of my bosses at work is obsessed with standing on people's backs to cure their spines. That seems like a, a charlatan hack thing, to, like a Crazy, do you yeah. know what I mean? That seems like the kind of thing an old man coming to, like he, he's turned up in town with a snake jar, yeah, snake oil jar. But and then another person at work swears by it. What's the idea of it? That I walk on your back to cure you of backache. Mm. He like he puts he props himself up on a table so he kind of like has control of how much weight he's putting on you, and then he'll just step on like stand on your spine. This is your boss. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad you finally told somebody. Um, <laughs> ben, you're in um, a situation. <laughs> Uh, is this an HR issue? It's a bit more than an HR. This is a police issue. I would argue that that's a terrible idea because what kind of dexterity do you have with your feet and entire body's weight that you don't have with your arms and hands? Yeah, right? I think uh, I have a friend who gets massages and he's like a big muscly guy and he needs the strongest person in the world to like get in amongst it. Oh. So he, he has been to places where um, a nimble uh, man will hold onto rails on the ceiling and walk on his back. Wow. And so really? he uses the rounds on the ceiling to support his weight and mm. kind of adjust his weight depending wow. where he's walking. So it's a thing, I think. Do you think he ever turns up and he he looks at the masseuses available and he goes, No! They're well, too weak! He was once in China visiting a mutual friend of ours and they went to a massage parlor for actual massages. And um, they're like, do you want a man or a woman? And Nick said, uh, oh. I said his name. <laughs> I can bleep it. Yep. Um, said, oh, I'll have a man. Um, because he just wanted the, the the strength of a man. Yeah. And um, the people at the massage parlor were like, that's a bit queer. Oh. Um, but if, even if he did want a man, that's fine, isn't well, it? Well, China's not the most forward-thinking oh, uh, country in terms of... Uh, Bloody China. You hear that, China? Yeah. You're on blast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Don't hack us. Oh, wait, that's North Korea. I'm sorry. No, it could be China. Trying to put China on blast on our podcast. That's the end of the podcast. Just bleep it out. Just say... You're on beep. Now we're never going to get Chow Young Fat. <laughs> We've been courting Young Fat for, <laughs> since we started, and he was just on the line. <laughs> uh, now, can we go back to uh, this? If you need your shoes cleaned afterwards, I'm happy to do that. Does that suggest he's going to jizz on your shoes? <laughs> 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 that is. Well, what if you slip and he's like face down, you just slip and fall into um, a, a crevasse? <laughs> a muddy crevasse. <laughs> muddy crevasse. <laughs> Why is he doing this near a ravine? Do you know Why what it could it? be? It could be, you know how like um, when you get go to a place to get keys cut, they're like, I'll fix your shoes also. <laughs> like, but you're walking on his, as he's like polishing, he's shining shoes. Yeah, maybe, it's like a it. side service that he offers. Yeah, well, no, because well, he's happy to pay you. Maybe he's paying you in shoe cleanings. Have you, have we ever gotten to the bottom of why those two things go together? What? Keys and shoes. Keys and shoes. Key cutting and, and shoe repair. Um, and did you find that was the case in America or is this a uniquely Australian that's a good question. I think it's the same. I think it's like you're using um, technology. This is very interesting. Like, <laughs> kind of like very precise technology to like cut a key. And I think you probably need really precise technology to fix a shoe. Yeah, because that's the same thing. That's, that doesn't sound right no, now that I say it no, out loud. They, uh, also what, fix, they also fix watches. What are, sho- they, they also... what are shoes but keyholes for the feet? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you go to those places. It's always finicky stuff. Simon's totally right. It's yeah. it's key cutting. It's shoe repairs. It's think- solving those little like puzzles you can't get. They have little balls you got to get around the maze. Do you think if you went, um, hey, can you put this ship into this bottle for me? <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, you'd be like, well, 
Same skills. Yeah. It's a skill set thing. Maybe they studied finickiness at university. Yeah. Or TAFE. That's fine as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you guys... Oh, no, Sam, I've got one. Um, this is from Gumtree. Uh, it's under the miscellaneous goods uh, section. It's from uh, Naura Bomaderi. Uh, still, latest technology. It uh, comes with all accessories, enough essence for nine bottles of scotch. Uh, video, only two months old. Suit new buyer, doctor has told me to stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> How old did it say it was? Um, it did not, but it's latest technology. Okay. Yeah, so and, it's, is- and it's a still, just to be clear, because right. I was... Uh, it's not still latest technology. It is a uh, a still for you distilling still something. Yeah. yeah. Now, can we draw a line of causation here? <laughs> uh, oh, two months old. He said, yeah. "Yeah." Yeah. So it took him two months. Do you think it was like Barney with the jetpack and the non-alcoholic wine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just sort of hook it to my veins. Yeah, and then. So it, it's it's kind of like hey so I notice you've your your liver's kind of going under going a lot of um, stress lately. <laughs> Um, have you? Has anything changed in your life in the last two months? I've or? been consuming nine bottles of scotch <laughs> in a sitting. Huh. <laughs> just, I mean, why have you been doing that? Because of, it's just there. It's the Everest of alcoholism. <laughs> I, um, don't you need a lot of stuff to make scotch? Also, you can't yeah, make apparently scotch. Apparently you need a video. <laughs> you can't make scotch in two months, can you? Don't you? Doesn't it take years to make scotch? Well, ma- <laughs> maybe he got it and he's like, oh, I don't want to watch a video. <laughs> Do you think he just bought this he didn't have and a then video bought, bought nine bottles of scotch, poured them into this, <laughs> and then just had a keg on tap? You're very right, actually, because yeah, they, like when you set up a distillery, you have like five years where you can't do anything because yeah. you're waiting for... Right? How did, how did that get discovered then? How, does, like, how, how do humans... How did they discover scotch if it takes five years to make? I think it's, it's, it, it's like I've always wondered how do people realise that pregnancy is from sex? Oh. There's well, a... Sorry, you go first. No, it's just there's a. Oh, I wish I hadn't started. Wish I hadn't started. <laughs> there's a fantasy book by Patrick, <laughs> <laughs> by Patrick Rothfuss called Name of the Wind. It's very good. And in that Is it? in that book, there's a group of people who don't believe who've never drawn that line between sex and pregnancy. Causation. Oh. And they're like, oh, you silly people! You think the man the man has anything to do with it? It's just when it's a woman's time, it's a woman's time. Whoa. And that's the first time I thought about that idea, which is what fantasy is so great great for. Mm. Well, I'll tell you how it happened. People um, accidentally, I think, discovered how alcohol is made. I have done it. I accidentally made alcohol. <laughs> I, I left a tetra pack of apple juice in, in the staff fridge at my old, old work. And then s- over six months later, I went, ah, oh, my apple juice. And I opened it and I drank it down in one gulp straight from the, the tetra pack. And it was fizzy. And I was like, oh, that was fizzy. And then... Um, about half an hour later, I realized I was drunk at work. <laughs> was this, was this the worst ever excuse for just going out and smashing a long neck of, of Strongbow? No, this is actual, actual thing. So I think probably a caveman found like, um, like some a, rotting apples or something. Yeah, some like a, 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 a coconut that had fermented mm. inside or something. And then, well, yeah, monks, that's how monks, that's the legend goes that that's how monks discovered beer. It was what? Is that they, they left uh, apple juice in the yeah, fridge? Yeah, they left apple juice in the fridge at <laughs> <and> their monk <laughs> work. Simon's work for six months. Yeah, and they're all like, Brother Mortimer, you smashed. Can that, um, wait, when you said to Simon, is, is that the lamest, could that also be the lamest excuse at work when your boss is like, Simon, are you drunk? And you're like, yeah, I drank some old apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's not the worst excuse. Do you want to know how monks discovered alcohol or not? Oh, mm. okay. Something to do with bees? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, they just had like the big water supply. And hops got in, and then 
barley and yeast or whatever. And what? <laughs> yeah, I'm not telling this story. I, I went this story <laughs> is this story is reliant on detail because what you've currently said is what they did. This is how monks discovered beer. What they did was they they got a still and they put the ingredients for beer in it, and then they discovered beer by what? accident. <laughs> I did a beer tasting course and the guy told it in a much more convincing way. <laughs> but it's by accident. I think we can all agree that the alcohol happens by accident. And mm. someone goes, oh, this ain't half bad. Mm. And then they try to recreate the uh, conditions. Do you know now, how, latest technology, still. Yeah. Do you know how IPA, the, the beer, I, I'm sure that's an international thing. Everyone the an India IPA. Pale Ale. Mm. Do you know, how, you know how it's a really hoppy beer? Do you know how that was discovered? Somebody discovered they liked the taste of gargling doorknobs and they tried <laughs> to put it in a beer. <laughs> Is that it? Oh, he's taking on China. He's taking on Indian pale ale. Try and stop me. Try and stop me. Is there a sacred cow left? What happened? Because now I've started and people are going to be like, even when I finish this story, people are going to be like, oh, okay. But if I don't finish it, people are going to be like, oh, what was it? Um, An English lager is what they wanted when they were over in the colonies in India. And the first thing to drop out of a beer is the hops. And so they just loaded up this beer with like all this hops to transport it over to um to India. But so by the time it got there, it tasted like a lager. And then the bloody scallywags cracked it open on the ship and went, "No, oh, this is this isn't half bad." Oh, so it's like a it's like a half baked lager. Yeah, exactly. Ah, interesting. Hmm. Uh, who's oh want... sorry, and just before we, oh, yes. we move on, um, this guy is selling some other stuff. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. Just to give you a, a sort of a taste of his um level. His as life? A, like a, yeah, I guess his life. He's also selling a Thunder Down Under toilet bucket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can I, uh, what is that? I think it's a bucket that you can... Um, Shit into? So it's a bucket. Well, well no, he, <laughs> underneath he says Thunder Down Under toilet bucket with chemicals, only done number one in it. <laughs> so I don't know if you can only do number one in it or if he has only tried it with number one, which means that it's slightly used. But even even if you're... That's a totally a lie. Like, there's no way to prove that. Did he just piss into a bucket of chemicals? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Who amongst us has not pissed into a bucket of chemicals? Is, is this guy like, hey, oh, there's a bucket of chemicals that I once pissed in. You want it? Like, <laughs> Doctor says I can't drink anymore. <laughs> um, have, you ever, have you ever shat in a bucket? <laughs> no. I've never done that. I mean... I guess I guess what is a portaloo but a giant bucket, right? Oh, philosophy. Yeah, <laughs> but I've never. You do, I, yeah, you do a lot of festivals. I, have you? Is your as you port as your portaloo tolerance gone up? Uh, no, if anything, it's gone down. Or do you just not shit for three days? No, because when you perform at a festival, often you get oh, special toilets. You get special toilets. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not out there with the plebs. No, I'm out there it, with these these bloody fucking ugh. Yeah, no. I even even the special toilets that I when I did Splendor, we got special toilets, and I think. Artist poop is the worst poop of all because those toilets were disgusting. Uh, I think I think maybe you didn't know about the <gasps> actual toilets. Are you yeah. serious? I think there might have been another level of toilet that you might have been using the plus ones toilet. The and keys those, to the executive washroom. Yeah, and yeah. those plus one toilets. So the, the, those are the toilets for the guests, mm. right? And those are the worst because guests turn up to, to music festivals and they don't have to perform, so they don't have to think about anything. So they just sort of spend three days drinking and eating all of the things and getting really drunk and then using those toilets. And that's why they're the worst. Oh, no. Because you've just, yeah. Because it's just that, yeah. But there's another level. Oh, Ben. Because I, I, I beat up John Saffron because I thought that's what <laughs> that was his doing. <laughs> He's dirty doing. I beat him up good and proper. I remember the first the first day of Splendor, um, like waking up and just going toilet to toilet and just nope. despairing nope. more and more. Nope. 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 Oh, nope. oh sorry. No. Excuse me, ma'am. Nope. nope. <laughs> you should have brought your own Thunder from Down Under bucket toilet then. You should have brought your own private one. Set it up near your tent. And then, you know, 
what? You, there's no door to close. You're just pooping with the door open because you pooped in the great outdoors. That's right. <laughs> then you uh, can be married to everyone. <laughs> uh, Hing, do you have one? Uh, let's go with you first. I okay. Think. This is a bit of a long one, but I think it's worth it. Um, this is from the Sutherland area in New South Wales, and hello. it's on Gumtree. My hello. hometown. Hello. Oh, hello, Sutherland. And it's um, just entitled, Can Anyone Tell Me Anything About These Old Photos? And there's only... Oh, there's a couple of photos, but... We'll pop them up on the old Facebook. It's just kind of a... That, that looks like a lady from... A photo of a lady from, what, the 40s? She 50s? doesn't look unlike Anne Frank. Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I don't think I have the lung capacity to do this properly. Okay. But all of this is in capitals. Okay. I found these inside a picture frame my granddad once owned, so I took them to my doctor, who knows a bit of everything, in brackets, <laughs> very smart. His response was, they belong in a museum. So his doctor is Indiana Jones. <laughs> There's three photos and one postcard on the back of the photo. The lady with the cloth placed on her head, a hood. I don't know what they're called. It says nothing at all. A lady in her bikini, which back then you didn't see very much. On the back, a very faded letter says the paper manufactured Kodak. The last photo of a lady with her hair tied up and has writing next to her hair. On the back, it says Konica. And long life 100. You can hardly read it. It's very faded. The postcard, which I like the most, has jagged edging around it and writing on the back in another language, which I also hope someone can tell me what it says. The writing on that is printed on the postcard. It says Mimosa. At the bottom, <laughs> it says Kiel. I'll put the photos in an order that shows front next to the back just blank. If anybody out there can help... With info and pricing, lol, or just info, I would really be appreciated. Thank you very much. Joe, email me. <laughs> wow. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, <sighs> and that's not, that is without a full stop. Okay, yeah. can I, I have a theory. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, just looking at the, the printout here, it actually says, can anybody tell me ant thing, <laughs> not anything. So my theory is, this is an ant <laughs> who's got on the internet <laughs> He's come from his community of, let's say, you know, they're smart ants. Very, they yeah. have internet access. Ants aren't stupid. Dr. Ants, yeah. clearly. Yeah. And one, of them is, one of them is probably played by Woody Allen, like the movie Ants. Uh, uh, yep. yep. Is that, is that a, that's, yeah. that's correct? Yeah. Okay, cool. Just um, no one laughed at my funny joke. So, no, well. what? Because it wasn't funny or what's going on there? I'm just more of a Bugs Life kind okay, of guy. That's fine. That's <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um, super smart ants. And that would explain the, the lack of punctuation. Well, do you think they did it on a wee little ant keyboard? Or do you think they did it as a team on a regular It took a size? really long time because okay. he had to like get like one at a time onto the, the thing and get enough ants on the key yeah. so that it went down. Uh, this is choreographed bug work, like my spider film. Which, again, also, I don't think you guys responded to as well as you should have. That's a great idea for a film. Well, Del Toro's attached. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, that is one theory that I could throw my weight behind. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, um, can we talk more about this guy's doctor? <laughs> <laughs> it's a super smart doctor who knows a, lot of, knows a few things. No, knows He's, a bit of everything. Yeah, he, do you know this doctor? Because... You're from uh, Sutherland. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I mean, don't. Your parents I, are doctors, aren't they? This could be. <gasps> this could well be my mom. My mum is looking. If if somebody took them, can you imagine just like being a being a sort of doctor in like a really bulk like bulk build over, overworked, so many patients to see, and this guy comes in and he's like, "Hey, doctor, <laughs> how's it going? I got a bunch of old photographs. What do you think about these ones? I think it's in a language. Is that Chinese." <laughs> Sorry, we should really be dealing with your diabetes. <laughs> That's what we should be I just, like, focusing I, on. I really hope, I sort of touched on this, but I really hope the doctor's response was as passionate as the Indiana Jones one, where he just like <laughs> snatches them. He's like, these belong in a museum. 
Um, <laughs> he could have also been a PhD and not a, like a medical doctor. Uh, he could be a, a PhD in old-timey photographs. <laughs> mm. And in fairness, I mean, like, it's a bit hard to tell. Um, I took them to my Doctor Who. because there's, oh, no punctu- yeah, there's no punctuation. <laughs> Now's a bit. No, I, 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 I would argue oh. against I'm going to push back against that. I don't think it's a PhD in old-timey photographs because I don't think anyone has... Their own PhD, like you, you have your own. You, I have my doctor, who's a doctor, a medical doctor. I don't have my doctor. You didn't have your own sociologist? No, I, I don't have my have own an anthropologist. I don't have my own. Ooh, like I just, I just use all my family uses, but I still call that mine. How do you get around in the world? Yeah, <laughs> are you one of those weird like naturopath people? <laughs> yeah, this is. I, I don't believe in accreditation. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> here, here's a weird, like, very novel typo that I've n- misspelling that I've never seen before. So I took him to my doctor who knows a bit of everything. What it actually says is I took him to my doctor who N-O-W apostrophe S. Who now, is, no. who now is a bit of everything. Yeah. So basically, well, who else are you going to ask aside from someone who's become one with the universe? <laughs> Come on. This person gets it. He's, I took him to my doctor who's the beginning and the end. <laughs> in which case, that's kind of disappointing because if you know the secrets of the universe and your response is put it in a museum, yeah. that is... I took him to my doctor who who contains multitudes. He's a pretty <laughs> clever guy. <laughs> um, so yeah. do we have any... I mean, the ant theory's good. I mean, like... It's look, probably... I mean, if it's... If it, there were they hidden, they're hidden photos that the grandfather it had? Says that, it says that they were in the back of a picture frame that his granddad once saw. Oh, what if it was like a sacred love? Uh-huh. Multiple women as well, it says, right? Yeah. In- well, it also because it's, it's it might be so old that um, it was when pornography was actually with people still had clothes on. <gasps> um, so it could have been like his, por- his like great, 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 great granddad's porno stash. Uh-huh. I mean, and the riskiest, riskiest it got was the uh, bikini. Didn't say that much. Definitely didn't, not. Didn't see that much <laughs> outside of a smutty film. Not in those days. Yeah. Certainly not. Um, Did he check their photographs for jism? <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why, maybe that's what the uh, that's the why doctor, he took it to a doctor to get yeah, like, tested. Can you? I've seen CSI. Can you just run a black light over these, please? <laughs> and, oh man! Hey, can I share this one with you guys? Sure. This one is also taken from Melbourne. It's a Craigslist, and it's entitled "Let's Turn Your Husband into a Sissy." <laughs> this is a man looking for a man and a woman. Sissy eight. This is such a good origin story, Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Bitten by a radioactive sissy. And then, <laughs> all right, the uh, copy reads as such. Would you like a mature dom, it's short for dominant. Or Dominique. Or Dominique. Uh, or, yeah, Dominic could be. Yep. Dominic. Yep. Men can be Dominiques now as well. Yep. Or Domino. That's an X-Man. Anyway. Um, what was his power? Uh, Delivering pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a mature dom to turn your husband into a sissy? Mm-hmm. Let's dress him up in stockings and suspenders, <laughs> or a skirt, put makeup on him, and make him suck my cock before we turn him over and ass fuck him. <laughs> Keen? This happens a lot, and I know we say it a lot, but fuck that escalated very fast. <laughs> <laughs> like, the first half is like, yeah, then we'll make him ride a girl's bike. <laughs> and Suck my dick and then we're going to ask, fuck it. Now, the thing about this is, again, another thing that's often said on this podcast, whatever works, if that's if that's your bag, whatever works. Of course, man. But it does seem <laughs> like if this was this man's bag, he would be the one placing the ad. Oh, so you're saying, hey, would you like to Would you humiliate me, me in front of my wife? Uh, like, 
Because that's a thing. Yeah, but maybe the wife's into humiliating her husband. Yeah, which... So just to trick him into... Uh... <laughs> yeah, but, but like, I, I love that this is a really well-written ad, I think. Because <laughs> because what they want to do... It's like a poem. Yeah, because... Yeah, uh, it's a, it's a uh, Pulitzer Prize-winning Craigslist ad. It's in an iambic pentamen. Yeah. Oh, it's written by Alice Munro. There you go. <laughs> so... Oh, literary. Uh, or this is actually a really well-constructed ad, just from a copy point of view, because... It, the, the, the demographic, right, is a woman and a man who are into humiliating the man, right? Mm. But notice he doesn't ask the man what he thinks, right? Oh, because that's part of the fantasy? It's part of it, right? Mm. I, I don't want the man, I don't want the man uh. to openly choose to do this. But that's the thing, like, that conversation needs to take place at some point. Like, you need to be like, hey, sidebar from this fantasy, are you okay with this? You know what I mean? Otherwise, you're just going to somebody's house. <laughs> dressing them up. Dressing them up, making them ride a girl's bike, and then fucking them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I understand that this ad wants to maintain it. Because you're right. You don't want to be like, you don't want to be like, hey, do you want to like do this? Like, you, you don't want the ad to sort of say... Hey, if it's okay with you, I'd like to. Because yeah. that's not the dominant personality that this person would theoretically want. This hypothetical that, person would want. That convo has to take place. <laughs> gotta, have, gotta ask that. And it's gonna... Yeah, it's gonna be awkward. It's gonna be like, can I just step out of character for one... Like, super quick. Can okay. I just step it's out just of character? you are ruining my boner. Every, yeah. every second you spend out of character, <laughs> yeah. my boner is decreasing. Should you just sign all this? <laughs> How do you think you would broach it with the man? Like, the husband? Like, Let's try this out. Hey, Ben, you and I have been dating for a while... And yeah. I was just wondering, I've met this friend on the internet. We wonder right. if we could <laughs> I'm a friend. wonder if we could dress you up in some stockings and suspenders. That seems like a be kind of humiliating that, thing. Yeah, to I don't, do. you want to put on a skirt? You'll do that? No, I mean it's sort of in the same Yeah, makeup vein kind of thing. Yeah, it'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, you well, can I don't even know this. And guy then you is. can suck my dick and then Whoa, Oh, there. actually uh, you can suck Simon's dick and then <laughs> allow us to ask fuck you. Is that cool with Oh, Well, right. Um but great birthday surprise. This <laughs> it really is zero to a hundred in Box zero point six. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Leah, you're right. Like anyone, if you're into it, you're into it. That's fine. Yeah, but this has to be like, like this has to be three consenting adults. Yeah, like oh two and a half. I mean, oh. really, what this is? This is after two and a half consenting adults, right? Yeah, but it should be three. Yeah, dangers, danger. Oh man, it, I mean, it's it's like do you want to turn your husband into a sissy? Presumably, he's not a sissy already. <gasps> oh. Wouldn't that be amazing if you responded to this ad being like, look, like, yeah, that'd be great. I'd love it. I'd yeah. love it because, you know, I'd love my husband to be a sissy. And you get there and the husband's like fucking Bear grills. <laughs> like, he's like the manliest man ever. And he's like, hello. And you're like, oh, you'd... <laughs> you're... I like that the manliest man ever is, hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he sounds like. He's like, hello. <laughs> and then you're like, the guy's like, oh, hi, do you want to put on this dress? Mm, I shouldn't think so. <laughs> Would you like to put on this dress? Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, so you think part of the fantasy is like the transformation process. It is, it is look how far they have quote unquote fallen, right? Yeah, From the I power don't... of position to the power of position. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think there's many legal ways of convincing someone to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's the plot of Taken 3. I haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> or Indecent Proposal. Turn up. I would like one sure. night with your husband yeah. where I would dress him up like a girl in a skirt mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. humiliate him. Well, here's the question. If somebody said this to you and Indecent Proposal style said, is it worth $1 million mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for this to happen? What kind of skirt? <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you guys want one more? Yep. Uh, I just thought this is... Uh, Tis the bloody season. Fox night. Fox night. night. Um, this is from the Launceston area. 
uh, Launceston, and uh, it costs one Australian dollar. I have one of those. Mm-hmm. And it's just Christmas stocking used once. And the Christmas stocking is a stocking with a picture of a jolly Santa Claus on it. Oh, a Father Christmas? A Father Christmas, if yeah. you will. A Saint Nick. Does it look like a quality stocking? I can say, I mean, it's not a bad photo. It's a black and white, but it looks kind of velvety. Right. Oh. Looks like it would be, a, a, it looks like the kind of thing that you would enjoy rubbing against your face. <laughs> I didn't were, think it was going in that direction. Were yeah. you a cat? Or <laughs> presumably penis, and therefore, is this a jerk-off sock? Is that where you're going with this? <laughs> no, I'm not, but I mean it's like... It's only been used once. That's true. <laughs> Can you imagine having a festive jerk-off sock? <laughs> like December rolls around, you're like, well, time, time, to, be <laughs> time to climb up in the attic and find that, that old chestnut. I mean, you are both in uh, long-term relationships, Simon, you are married, and Ben, you are engaged, so I presume you, respectful gentleman, would have no need for pornographic websites. But mm. I will say that uh, occasionally when I frequent a pornographic website, sure. depending on the holiday, the pornographic website will theme itself around that holiday. Really? Whether it is Halloween or Christmas or, sadly, Valentine's Day. Oh, <laughs> that's oh. the worst. Like, oh, I didn't expect to be reminded of this today, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Is they do like a President's Day one? <laughs> yeah, it's every holiday. Thanksgiving. Martin Luther Martin King. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I always wonder about these like tiny little microtransactions on Gumtree. Mm. Because whose time is worth so little that they will put this ad up for a, for a bike? Like for a buck. For a dollar. Well, it's about sharing. I mean, it's... Either it's about this. This person is legitimately magnanimous and is is actually you give it away free. Yeah. Oh. oh. What about postage and handling? Well, just say it's free, but I'll come pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Phrase it like that. Phrase it like I'll pay me to get it to you. But it's which... one of those things where, like, if you ever had a contract with somebody, but it's like um, you're developing something. So they say for it to be legal, there has to be a transaction. A transaction of one dollar. It's just a really yeah. small amount to make oh. because <laughs> they're worried um, that they might not be able to hold themselves back from going to the person's house that they've given it to <laughs> and taking it away because they miss it so much. And they just want to make sure that there's a legal barrier between them. Money has changed hands. You have no right to this stocking anymore. <laughs> exactly. I didn't think I, I didn't need to jerk off in it, but I do. <laughs> Take the presents out quick. Oh. oh. So do you think then this is maybe a husband-wife couple and the wife is like, Terry, I'm bloody sick of you spending all that time with that jerk-off sock. I know it's the season, but I'm, I'm bloody giving it away. He's like, yeah, just give it away. I'll just go take it back. I don't care, woman. But I don't care. <laughs> and so she puts it on there with that dollar barrier. Keith yeah. can't go get it back. I was just thinking, uh, you know, the then on the roof, there arose such a clatter. Um, it was the guy coming back for his sock. <laughs> <laughs> I saw mommy trying to defend my Christmas dog from a madman who wanted to jerk off in it. <laughs> oh, tis the season. Uh, but Simon, do you have anything that you would like to plug? Yeah, um, I'm available for any kind of work, stripping or otherwise. <laughs> Design your tattoo. Go to Simon oh, Grinder. Yeah. Because yeah, you've recently come back to Australia. You're a uh, you're a qualified artist. Wow. Who's been featured in internationally published magazines mm -hmm, mm -hmm, as well mm -hmm. as television and other things. Mm -hmm. I'll draw anything for money. Let's just put yeah. it like that. Anything. Most anything. Would you draw yourself punching yourself in the dick for me for money? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I will. <laughs> Let's talk about it afterwards. <laughs> 
Uh, and you have like a portfolio online. Uh, people can find on your website, yeah, presumably. Website. It's just simongrinder.com. Excellent. Yep. Janky Janky, you got anything you want to plug? Got a great wedding coming up. Okay. Great mm. to see you all there. Yeah, this is an open invitation <laughs> to men's wedding. It is happening. It's not! <laughs> <laughs> You're calling off the wedding. <laughs> you need like hat suggestions. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's oh. right. So if you are listening and can think of a way to affix a top hat to a to a pretty pretty big pretty big pig, um, with with real sharp sharp chompers, um, <laughs> then please hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or email. We are uh, contact at freetoagoodhome <laughs> Can I ask? Oh, are I we really limiting ran out of con- conviction? Then are we limiting ourselves with this hat scenario? I mean, are you against do clown nose for the pig? What, what kind of wedding do you think a this is? A matrimonial clown yeah. nose? Yeah. Well, what, the, what kind of wedding has a pig in a hat? <laughs> Why are you drawing lines at all? What kind of wedding doesn't have a pig in yeah. a hat? Gracho glasses. That's, Put a little cigar in his little chompers. Again, that's the, I don't want a comedy. I don't want a, a comedy on this solemn day. What about he's got, he's got those I'm open just, eyes? I don't want comedy. I just want a pig in a hat. Yes! A solemn pig in a solemn hat. What's so funny about that? Are you describing your wedding as solemn? Well, solemn isn't serious. Solemn is in the vow, so you have to say this is a solemn occasion. I solemnly swear. (laughs) 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 All right. uh, I'm so sorry if you did that thing that I sometimes do with podcasts where you turn it off for the plugs because you just missed a great bit of goofing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for listening to this. If you've enjoyed it, please get on iTunes and rate and review it. Uh, We are skyrocketing up the chains and we've really been... Uh, yeah, it's been it's been greatly great. So please keep rating. And, and as always, if you do have if you do come across a classified from your local area, um, or just a friend of the podcast contacted us and said you've got to check out um, the, the Darwin Buy Swap Sell page. Oh, which, we'll which get is fantastic. To. So if you have an, a resource like that, please let us know. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, thank you so much. And the last thing we have to do is thank our guest, Mr. Simon Griner. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Simon. We'll see you later. Bye. If you like. Me- Coladas and getting caught in the rain. If you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, if you'd like making love at midnight in the dunes of the Cape, then I'm the love that you've looked for. Write to me and escape. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.